Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And then the other thing that I think is very important for anybody listening who's like trying to start a company, since we built this kind of as a side project, nights and weekends, the ask was a lot lower. So we didn't say, hey, you're going to have to quit your job and work on this full time and give up everything you're doing. What we were looking for is very entrepreneurial, motivated people who are naturally kind of like hackers and just like wanting to do different things. And you have to be really motivated to want to build a company on the side on top of your day job. Like that's a lot of fucking work. I think a lot of it also really started with a degree of separation. And we had friends of friends that were interested in the space and that kind of helped create trust off the bat. It wasn't a lot of reaching out to the furthest depths that we could possibly do. You know, we looked for interest with people that we felt like we kind of knew. Vetted relationships can make this work. You know, it might seem impossible, but I think like you try it a few times and you find some stuff that sticks. How you day, how you day. Those were the voices of Brady Simpson and Alex Lakers. Now, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, some of you might not know that I am an investor in a company called Insured Nomads. Insured Nomads provides insurance for location independent people, remote workers, and national students, and a whole host of people who are global nomads, people that travel often. It's a company I really believe in, and it's been growing really, really fast, which is a blessing in and of itself. Insured Nomads recently acquired Peanut, and I had a couple of people from Peanut to come discuss how to build a side hustle business remotely while working at your nine to five. I think it's going to be incredibly valuable for many people who only think that entrepreneurship means you quit your job or entrepreneurship has to look a certain way. So I hope that this provides a lot of inspiration for you. And I hope that you would check out Insured Nomads. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. I'll be doing a couple more episodes, at least one more, where I bring on people who work nine to five to talk about how they work on their side passions as well. So be on the lookout for that. However, I want you to always remember you are unique, your gift is powerful, and don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. Enjoy the episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today I have the pleasure of talking to Alex Lakers and Brady Simpson. Brady is the CEO of Peanut and Alex, Chief Creative Officer and Lead Design of Peanut. Now, Peanut recently got sold to Insured Nomads, which I'm an advisor and investor in. So full disclosure, 
I want to have them on because they built their company as a side hustle while working in other corporations and doing so remotely without barely seeing each other. And we want to talk about how they built the company, what the company is, how you all can do something similar, and then what the future could look like. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Good to be here. Pleasure is mine. So Peanuts, talk to us. (laughs) How did Peanut come about? I know it started during the pandemic and what led to the sale? Brady, you want to go real quick? Yeah. So, you know, I've always been interested in travel. I mean, I think it's one of the best ways to get new perspective, to rejuvenate, to see the world. And COVID had me pretty bummed, to say the least. I wanted to travel. But, you know, during COVID, there was a lot of questions around which countries were open, what the travel restrictions were. It was just a complete mess. I remember distinctly being on Expedia and all these different travel software and thinking, why is there literally no information about COVID? It's probably like the most important piece of information that you need when you're booking travel over the last two and a half years. That genesis and that revelation that brought us to Peanut. You know, we started with COVID based on this trip that I was taking to Taiwan. But what we quickly realized, and I'll pass it over to Alex here in a second, was that there was a lot more beyond COVID that we felt could impact a trip. And so, like, even if you just remove COVID restrictions and you just take all of that away, pretend the pandemic never happened. Think about all the trips that you may have gone on where something bad might have happened, or maybe you lost some luggage, or you had some questions around visa requirements or flight delays. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that can impact travel. And so we felt like, well, why are they only showing price and departure time and some of these very basic things? When you think about other products like stuff that you might on Amazon or anything else, you've got star ratings, you've got reviews, you can really dive into the details and get a more insider's look at what you're buying. But with travel and particularly flights and hotels, we just kind of felt like a lot of that's missing or gambling a lot. And so what we wanted to do was say, okay, well, how can we flip the script here and try to develop travel insights so that you feel more confident in your booking. That was kind of part of it. And I'll turn it over to Alex to kind of add to that. Just to kind of backtrack a little bit, Brady and I have known each other for many years, come together through knowing his wife. And we were in the design kind of industry, working closely with the AIGA and things like that. So a lot of like really interesting, just kind of history before Peanut. We were all kind of traveling or trying to travel during the pandemic and facing very similar things. And it kind of led to a series of conversations And then we just kind of decided to take it upon ourselves and give it a shot. So like Brady said, it kind of uh, kicked off with COVID as being like a top need. And we kind of looked at all those other desirable pieces that also helped you make travel decisions and felt like we could create kind of a platform to house a lot of that stuff. We also knew there were a lot of challenges with where the data was coming from. Ironically, that was a lot of challenges that people were having as travelers. A lot of misinformation. It's hard to collate together. All those things were important. And on top of that, there was also the peanut brand and the peanut name, which we get asked about a lot too. And it's really not as complicated as you might think. It's really looking for something that was simple and maybe more travel related. And the peanut was actually a food that we felt like was almost synonymous to travel and was often offered free. 
And it was very closely related to flights and things like that that we were really focused on. So that's kind of what led us to that direction. And then, you know, we were able to kind of build a team to focus on those things and figure out kind of a strategy and how do we do all that while we're doing other things. So that's kind of how it came to be, maybe almost two years later, and now we're in this spot. And so a lot of it has really come together through these partnerships with Insured Nomads and looking for ways that features can help connect us to those folks. And so it's been a great ride in learning and executing. There are many things blowing my mind here just because of the fact that I know the audience is about to find out you built this company while you all were working in your corporations. So you did this remotely. I don't think everyone in your team has met each other. Is that correct? Physically met each other. Brady and I have. Except for you and Brady. <laughs> I think he met someone else doing some research. at the like, You can't use it. Someone else. <laughs> you know, one of our other team members, I think Chris, I think was also, but barely. That's the point I want to get to. That's the new normal. This the globally distributed teams. One of the immediate questions people ask is, how can you build trust? How can you decide to hire that? How do you decide if that's a good fit or if this person is a good fit or not? So walk me through all those critical decisions that have led to creating a company culture for you. Brady, you can go take a step. (laughs) I got my opinion too. If you have thoughts, go ahead. It's not easy. I think a lot of it also really started with a degree of separation. And we had friends of friends that were interested in the space and that kind of helped create trust off the bat. But it wasn't a lot of reaching out to the furthest depths that we could possibly do. You know, we look for interests with people that we felt like we kind of knew. Vetted relationships can make this work. You know, it might seem impossible, but I think like you try it a few times and you find some stuff that sticks. I think one of the things that I kind of realized about myself is the recruiting and building of a team is kind of my skill set now. And it's very important. It's actually like the most critical thing when thinking about building a company, in my opinion, the people. And as Alex mentioned, a lot of this, how we were successful is friends of friends. I think it's a mistake to work with your close friends on something. And maybe this works for some people, but I think that can create challenges. But what we found success in was friends of friends and looking at that kind of network. And then the other thing that I think is very important for anybody listening who's like trying to start a company, since we built this kind of as a side project, nights and weekends, the ask was a lot lower. So we didn't say, hey, you're going to have to quit your job and work on this full time and give up everything you're doing. What we were looking for is very entrepreneurial, motivated people who are naturally kind of like hackers and just like wanting to do different things. And you have to be really motivated to want to build a company on the side on top of your day job. Like that's a lot of fucking work. So anytime we would talk to people, we were very clear that while you don't have to quit your job and that barrier to entry is a lot lower, you know, you're still going to be working kind of nights and weekends. And just going back to your earlier point, Tayo, around how do we build that bond and that relationship? We would meet essentially weekly, maybe once a week, maybe twice at most over Zoom, typically at night, you know, and some of our conversations, you know, went until 10 or later, depending on what we were doing. So building the team, very, very important. And the bonds, while we didn't see each other in person, mostly developed async through the work, through the research and all those conversations. You're speaking a lot of people's languages right now because that would be the dream scenario. 
But before we dive too deep into the dream, I want to talk about potential nightmares that you might have you might have faced. Were there any failures on the path, whether it's with, with people or with iterations of what Peanut was and then pivots that you realized you had to make? I can make a couple quick comments, especially as trying to design this as well. And it's been actually kind of a really interesting relationship between everybody who's involved. It's not just like one person driving the ship and Brady comes with a lot of stakes in the ground as well. But we learned a lot from data. Some nightmares, I don't know if I call them nightmares, but challenges and hurdles are like structuring the data that's out there in sort of a digestible way. We sort of thought like we could do it easily. We thought we had some cool ideas and it just ends up being more than you realize. And then ended up us having to take things into our own hands different ways. And on top of it, not a lot of folks have worked kind of in the Chrome extension space. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Not a very common place to develop, and there's a lot of successful products in that realm. But I think for all of us too, and even for some folks that had some experience, going on that route was also just eye-opening and learning how to navigate that. When you're saying Chrome extension space for the audience, this is basically a plugin that works with Google Chrome. That's correct. Right now, primarily, it's a web-based app and it kind of sits as like a layer over top a lot of travel sites. So that's one of the reasons that a Chrome extension was valuable and flexible for us to get started is allow us to kind of play in a bunch of fields without committing to, let's say, one iOS app or one Android app. It allowed us to kind of create this like net of testing and staging, but at the same time, kind of listening and gathering data along the way, and then shooting that maybe towards a vision that might be more complex. So if someone is booking a flight, if you install it as a plugin, it just gives them piece of information. That's it. Gotcha. Well, Brady, you are the CEO. A lot of CEOs will talk about this idea of, you know, you build a company, a lot of Entrepreneurs building company to exit, to sell. You had, you know, I'm sure you were part of the lead conversations that led to the sale to insured nomads. How do you decide when it's time to sell? How do you decide who the suitors are? And how can you ensure the people in the company are happy simultaneously as you're doing these things? It's a tough puzzle to solve. I think for Peanut, just to kind of go to your, you know, this is related to your previous question, right? On like what were some of the challenges? And one of the big trade-offs of doing a side project, right, and not going out there and raising capital, you have to figure out a way how to fund the company. You have to think about growth in different ways because you don't just have some large capital to deploy to things like acquisition. So it became clear to us that our strengths are really in 
engineering, design, product development, right? We're all from tech. That's what we do. But one of our big challenges is actually in distribution. How do you reach travelers? And then a large swath of them are really only able to use this product on desktop. We know a lot of people book stuff on mobile, especially these days. We started looking at everything and realizing, you know what? It would be great to start working with other companies who already have travel distribution. That became clear pretty quickly early on. In one of those kind of initial conversations, we started looking for partnerships like with Insured Nomads to serve other travel insights. And so with Insured Nomads, obviously, they serve global travel insurance for digital nomads. And so it was a really nice initial partnership. There was a time, I think, probably early after the new year where we just looked at everything and felt like we really need to lean into this hard if we want to continue to grow. And the initial conversations, what we did learn about M&A and kind of just acquisitions and how companies get bought, a lot of it happens from people you know. Going back to the recruiting thing, it seems pretty rare that a company kind of just comes out of the blue and like randomly acquires another company. And it does happen, right? There's different sites and all these different things that happen. But in our case, Insured Nomads, when I first started the conversation, they said that they had already been thinking about this. And that was a good thing to hear. That started this kind of discovery process. We also had a second company that was also interested as well. And it kind of felt like, wow, there's all these people coming out of the woodwork that we didn't even know were really interested in us in this way, but they were. And so you just kind of have to start those conversations early if you think there could be something there. And typically, it seems like a lot of them come from these partnerships. Please, both of you, feel free to add this conversation here that I want to ask here is, obviously, the other thing that will be asked about will be, how do you divvy up the percentages? How does that translate into this? Or do you stay with the new company? So how did you two make that decision? Because I believe you two are advisors now, strategic advisors on insured nomads. There are a bunch of other people that worked with you in Peanut. How do you decide what to do with people you used to work with before? Brady can speak to this more. We try to play a fair game as well. That's probably like the overarching note. And I think ultimately too, like not burning bridges with folks that helped contribute and just all those things like degrees away or just things that gotta keep top of mind. And then also having those relationships with the new folks also be on kind of that same page. And then ultimately, I think folks, their level of contribution and involvement all play roles and things of that nature. But the largest takeaway for me was having basically everybody on board with where the ship was generally going. And a lot of those smaller pieces will fall into play. Brady, I'm sure you have better details than I do. Yeah, this one is also kind of a little of an art as well. It's, it's not exactly the easiest to figure out. That said, you know, I've always told everybody that was working with Peanut, you know, ethics and morals are very important to me. So even if somebody had a certain percent of equity on paper, Yes, like they would own that. But what we ended up doing was bumping that up significantly for a lot of these people because it was the right thing to do. You can't just give away half of your company or 10% or whatever it ends up being immediately. And our structure was a little bit different too because we weren't doing four-year vests. 
we were looking at a much shorter time horizon because we're doing something kind of on the side. And so when it came down to kind of setting the numbers, like Alex mentioned, you know, a lot of what went into it was like, what was the level of contribution? What do we feel is fair and equitable? And then being very transparent with everybody so that everybody kind of knows what everybody is getting. And that felt fair. And we actually also ended up allocating some equity to people who advised Peanut in an informal capacity too, just because that was the right thing to do. And then I believe, you know, for those that don't know, Vest in Stock is, you know, those shares held by employees that are granted through stock options or restricted stock options, I'm assuming. That's my memory of my MBA. So there are various ways to contribute to the company and then to transfer ownership or even just incentivize people. So that's one of the ways. I'm excited to hear about the, the transparency. And I love hearing that from entrepreneurs because it was the good, the bad, but the ethics and the morals and treating people like people and recognizing people for their contributions is so key. And it's often under discussed, if you will. Everything's a sensitive topic. Yeah, well, <laughs> everything's a sensitive topic. So sometimes you tread lightly. But you know what? I think that also make, just to cap that off, that probably wouldn't have gone the way that it did if the team and the members weren't already kind of so distant yet so close. It wasn't like a constant battle with a lot of things. And, and everyone brought their skill to the table. It helped with trust along the way. So it is kind of a unique situation, but it can be done. It can be done. I believe that too. As we get ready to wrap up here, I wanted you to talk about the future. You both are in advisors, but what is Insured Nomads going to do? How can people access Peanut? Do you have any insight on potential future? There's some things up in the air, but I think generally, kind of like Brady said earlier, the Insured Nomads family has been pretty great about seeing the value and what is there. I think that the idea up front is to see what we can do with what is there and try and maintain that and then look for ways to not only like just kind of integrate or pull data or learn from, but later on down the road, maybe there's a, a stronger ecosystem for this type of data in a more like consumable way across the board. Right now, you can still get Peanut. You can go to trypeanut.com. It'll take you to the Chrome store, download it, three steps. We also have a Discord channel you can join if you want to share feedback or just some love. We've got a lot of different things going on. Awesome. So basically, yo, make sure you check out trypeanut.com and also just get the extension so that you can get up-to-date information on what's going on. And with any company that gets acquired, there's a lot of integration opportunities. Insured Nomads is a company that provides insurance for multiple globally distributed teams, nomads, people, international students, people across the world. And there are a lot of all these exciting partnerships there. So anything that can make it travel easier, safer, Insured Nomads is there. So Peanuts is part of the family. Peanut is part of the family. You know, I think often in acquisitions, you hear about the company that's buying the other one just kind of immediately shutting things down. I think it's really important to actually learn what the intentions are if you go through that process. We've all heard those stories. Founders are surprised that their thing gets shut down immediately. And what we really liked about Andrew and the Insured Nomads team is, you know, that they do see the value and want to continue building and growing and helping travelers stay safe. So that was a pretty cool thing to experience. You know, it's important. You can't lose sight of that key detail in any M&A transaction. 100%. I'm so glad you said that. Which leads to the final question. My mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. So I always ask my guests how they use their difference to make a difference. So I'll start off with you, Brady, and then we'll wrap up with you, Alex. How do you use your difference to make a difference? 
my difference is really just going for it and trying to bring people together. I mean, when we started off on this journey, I probably would have never imagined us being in this space almost two years later. But the fact that we've helped hundreds of travelers, we've gotten great feedback, we've kind of learned from the community. I think that to me is where I make a difference, where we can kind of go out, see a problem and try to make a little bit of a better solution for people. Love it. Yeah, same. I like simplifying things that are complicated and also making people feel good about the type of work that they do. No one wants to do anything that they feel bad about or they don't like the team. It just rounds it itself out through all, all my work. If I can make things easier for people, and obviously myself as well, if I'm a user, I feel like that's where I can do good. Well, there you have it. Kings, Queens, and Royalty. We've got Brady Simpson and Alex Lakers. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes and also Insured Nomads. It's going to be an exciting time as we move on to the next decade. I also want you to take in a lot of the stories that they have. You have a dream, you have an idea. Don't be afraid to ideate and come up with a team that can lead to execution and uh, just continue to trust your own inner compass and your creativity. Thank you both for coming on the show. Likewise, man. Thank you so much for having us. It's been great. Pleasure's mine. Kings, Queens, Royalty. Till next time, use a difference to make a difference. Take care, guys. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.